0: Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Take TV podcast. The end of round five is here. The DPP editions have come, and it's time to uh, to start upgrading. So we'll go over our scores. Um, the leagues in the community is is absolutely firing at the moment. So I'll probably bring them up and give a shout out to a few leagues. Uh, it's quite a few um, dominating the leaderboards. The DPP, of course, we've got. I think it was about forty in the end. We've got maybe twenty or so that we think are somewhat relevant, but really, it's probably about. 5 to 10. Um the rookies and then and then captains and so we'll go through all that. George, big week this week mate. You are a little bit better, the, yeah. Make, making the right
1: direction, yeah. Yeah, so fair way back, but uh this week 29k, I think for 47k last week I think. Um 2349 which is I guess okay score in the discord was probably par. Um but for everyone else I guess it's maybe just above our trades were trade out Hollands and Doherty for Dawson and JVR. So I think acknowledge Hollands was a mistake, but I could get Dawson in. And yeah, yeah C-Mac laid out. He wasn't a, um didn't know he was sub Thursday night. So whatever, move on. Um, yeah, team's looking okay. Cash gen is not great. I've gone all the, like I've traded in all the top liners instead of value which means it's probably going to take a bit longer to finish the team. So I don't know if that approach will... I think long-term it'll be okay because I won't have made any mistakes with value premiums. But at the same time, like, I might be struggling for money. But We'll see how we go. So, and yeah, the leagues are doing very well, which is great. I I think we've got the top six leagues. So we've always had a few leagues near the top, but I don't think we've ever had the, like, clogged the leaderboard, which is good, especially considering I baited the whole Discord into Tanner Bruin. So if we didn't, if I didn't do that, <laughs> um, other than that, proud of the community, very good, and hopefully onwards and upwards from here. how you go, Jackson?
2: Yeah, so I scored two, three, three, one, which I think was the lowest of the three of us again this week, but still good enough to move me up around um, eight and a half thousand spots to uh, roughly thirteen thousand overall. So nice little move up. Uh, And I've kind of gone the opposite approach to you, George. So I definitely went value premiums. Um, So I got Stuart and Jelly in last week and one of those two worked out well. Um, But my cash gen is probably sitting a little bit better than yours at the moment. So I'm hoping I can finish a team a little bit quicker, get the rookies off the field and make up some points that way and hopefully still have enough trades at the end where I can uh, maybe go after these guys like a Dawson or Oliver um, later on as the year progresses. So it'll be interesting to see how the two strategies play out and i mean we we won what three leagues last year from um uh from the rankings and i think we're probably going to try and go for five or six this year so uh it's pretty good as well as yeah taking out all the 20 man spots which i guess is the most covered of them uh but yeah uh went pretty well but uh Anna, i mean you're you're uh, clear of all of us at the moment
0: yeah it's a rare spot to be in over the last few years um Knocking on the door of the top thousand now. So I think I was 2,500 last week. So half my rank and some with a 2354. I thought you were going to beat me, George, and then Warple. Radagalia. What Just a player. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was, that was crazy to be fair. Right. Josh, Josh Kelly oh. goes 100. I thought like to score. <laughs> Come on. What a joke. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We all got, I got some luck. We all get some stiff sometimes, but radically Look, it could have been bigger anyway, but, um, yeah, Sicily and Warpole got me there in the end, but uh, I was going to ask you boys, what's the team value? That's probably because looking around, a few people were almost hitting twelve mil, and mine's only eleven point eight. So uh, I don't know if I should be worried. I mean, I've I think I traded in English and Clary at, I think English was I can't remember, but at Clary at seven hundred got him in, and English
1: was at I'll just check quickly. at six sixteen. What what's yours, George? Mine's eleven point eight. For me, I've I tried to correct Chess at a channel a few times and just couldn't get around to it. So that's 150k gone there. Yeah. But I think otherwise, like, I started lead as well. Lead came down a fair bit. You got Sicily, who's come down a fair bit. So that's probably killed um, me. Yeah. Yeah. I think that you don't have Zebel either, do you?
0: No. So there's another 100. What's he? Yeah. 100. Yeah. JD,
2: what's yours? Yeah. And I'm also like, you know, 11.8 and yeah. a half type thing. Uh, but it's like okay. most of my rookies are alive on the bench and should continue to make money. And I think I also went to like 16 keepers, um, which is one yeah. ahead of most. So I killed a little bit of my cash gen to try and get an extra keeper in. So uh, like I'm I'm okay with that. I like need less cash from here anyway um, compared yep. to maybe some of the others.
1: Do you have yeah. 16 keepers? Yes. Including KZ.
0: She's I think, right? And now. Ridley. And yeah, like, so like a couple oh, of these okay. you want to
2: luxury upgrade later on for sure. But yeah, like I'm, I'm at 16 if you include
1: oh. um Zebel. Okay, I'm yeah. at 14, so you're a bit ahead there. Yep. Including those two, so yeah. But I'm
2: also like I think I've got one oh, boost sorry. left after this week or something like that. So you know, I will I will slow up pretty pretty
1: heavily. Yeah, okay. I'll just quickly I got 15. I just realized I'm already one step ahead with Tom Green on the bench, but we'll get to that after. Yeah, yeah, yep. same, same, same. Um, <laughs> yeah, just for those that are watching on YouTube, I think
0: most people will probably watch on YouTube, but still a few out there on the podcast world. I've just got the uh, leagues up. So for 20 man, yeah, we tried to sort of get as many as those going and literally the top five and six, if you include Kaz, who bowls some pies yeah. down in Tasmania, but that's a lot of <laughs> the Discord as well. Um. And then it's like, what do we got? Because uh, I think that KFC League was up there. Sock winners, whatever that is. few people. Don't know. have to read that one Get out. In chat, uh, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Mosh, if you're Alex looking Shrek, for a sponsor.
1: Oh, Shrek is live. Still waiting for though.
0: the email. Probably most of this league is now frauds along with me. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> the name's still there. We've um, got a lot of Shrek-inspired league names that are <laughs> somewhat irrelevant. But yeah, that's the 20. And then as JD said, so he's. I think you're in like one from each thing almost. Yeah, we um,
2: we well I put in one for 18 6 8 10 12 and I think we're leading or at least top 3. 3 or two. 4 of those and we're yeah. top 5 for all of them. And yeah. I think the even more pleasing thing is if you look at the weekly rankings, we're like at the top oh, of yeah, all true. of them. So as the it like we're we're, you know, catching up or moving ahead in a lot of these. It's not just overall points, but if you look at the last round, we've got form, you know, we got we got a bit of
0: momentum going which you like to see. Yeah, they're all up there for like yeah. weekly points, so just yeah. yeah, anyone can check that out themselves. Here just quickly, yeah.
1: So, firstly, it's still round five, so there's plenty of time to others. Oh, to on, no, up, no, no! But...
0: Call, call victory now. Everyone loves early <laughs> <Billy> Crow.
1: Bombers <laughs> going to the finals.
2: <laughs> Crows going to the finals. FTDV locked up the leagues. <laughs> Nothing could go wrong.
1: Hopefully, oh, not my could. trade count anyway. <laughs> but um, what do you think we did right as a community to get a good start? I think a lot of us Dawson was very, very highly owned. I reckon at about 70, 80 percent as a starting pick. I reckon.
0: Um, that's definitely up there. Um, we also had a
1: lot, of, we also started striking a lot of people traded him out round three, so we would have taken a bit of a hit there.
2: But trading into English. <sighs> I guess the right, right move the right move. So yeah. and that's what we advocated for.
0: I think I looked you're up um, thirty points. English is up thirty points still. On Shrek, and his has been good, so it's still yeah. yeah. I and think you're we're, expecting that to go more and more.
2: I, I feel like we have pretty high Zeeble ownership in the Discord as well. Like he's less than twenty percent of teams still, so um that that worked out well. Um, I think we were like hold Hopper, which a lot of people did, but like you know he's gone from fifty to thirty eight percent ownership. So I think there was a few moves like that that we kind of made um
0: reasonable calls on.
2: Uh, Maybe nothing Bond really well.
0: stands out. Yeah, Bond, but I like, uh, I guess, uh, Bond's I guess only thirty-five
2: percent at... of teams. Wow, exactly. So, yeah,
0: okay. I feel like you look in the Discord and you just assume Bond's big, but he's not. I, like you put this to top five or ten percent on actual Supercoach website, and he's I think he's well, he's sixty percent now, but I think he was forty-fifty. So you know that's wow. different to a Toronto who's ninety and dunks and all that that make no difference. Um, he still makes a difference, so. Oh, and big games out of him. Tom Green's only thirty-eight percent, and he's been what nearly a with one ten for whatever he was mm. priced at. Starting to worry now, but obviously we'll get to that. Something I didn't mention in the agenda. Yeah, some suspensions we'll get to as well. As much as oh, I hate them, but <laughs> I guess we were pretty
2: um, anti wits for the most part, which was um, good call. pretty good he as well. well he, then- he missed a week, yeah. which people may have cut donuts for, and then he had to get traded. Uh, and I don't think we were massive on Stewart as a starting pick, which probably helped as well because we missed the injury affected 14 and a the trade there for the most part. Probably Nat life as well was like 35, 40%. Oh, and oh, there true. was like Cunnington owners as well. Yeah, Dude, yeah. there's a. there's a. I, there's
1: so a all, it, to, yep. to
2: answer the question, I think what I reflected on is because I've had to make a lot of corrective trades, but we roughly got the structure right with the roughly the right amount of mid prices in each line. So you just kind of corrected. You know, a piece here or there to make sure you had all the right ones, but it was mainly like the right structure. So, um, yeah, it has, hasn't been too bad. And, you know, I think there was stuff as well like we didn't necessarily have day costs. A lot of people jumped off in, but that was after one week of it, it was recognized. You know, for me, anyway, yeah. get get on day costs. And so a lot of people were doing that and weren't having to do it week two, which meant they could then do another corrective trade, which helped. So that stuff snowballs.
0: Yep. And you got the 150 round two as well. Yep. I like yeah. I like
2: also stuff like, um, I think, you know, after round one as well, it was get on Chandler if you can. So I think a lot of us got on Chandler when others probably couldn't get on him and that, that made a pretty big difference too.
0: Yeah. There was a bit to do there in those early rounds. So yeah. For sure. Right structure and then corrected it, you know, fixed it well with, with our trades, I think for the most part, most of our communities done. So look, yeah, as you said, George, only the start, it's, uh, this is when it sort of starts to get fun, the game, right? You know, getting the rookies off field, identifying the premiums, fallen ones that we want to target. So we'll get to that later, but we've got to get to some DPPs first. Well, everyone's, you know, new fun thing the last couple of years, following in the fantasy footsteps and don't really need to speak too much, but on zebel top of the list, both getting the uh, defender status. So yeah, that'll help a lot. Um, I think most people doing their trades this week are going to throw at least one back there, maybe two, but. Um, that's going to help, you know, getting rid of a Jimby, whatnot. So, um, anything else to say on those two? Or we already knew that was coming. Nope. Handy, handy to have it.
2: Good to be able to throw them, you know, wherever the weaker rookies are. And I think with Seamus Mitchell looking a likely downgrade option next week, that'll be handy as well because we'll have a third yep. kind of defender forward um, to throw around. So, yeah, really, really happy with that.
0: Yep. Uh, we'll keep on the North theme. Will Phillips, boys. Not one that we're all going to be loving. Painful miss. Very painful. Now, look, oh. we all had him in our team. Not picked round one. We obviously took him out, but he's wholly owned still. People are, were able to get him in two weeks ago. I was 10K short for my Shrek going up to English trade. I needed you know, a certain amount, and I could only afford Rouston. But I was definitely telling people to go Phillips that round, and he's gained forward status as well. So just to top it off, uh, Simpkins out he's going to go pretty well and make quite a bit of cash and you can have him at F6 so uh,
1: yeah. good for owners on, on field as well <laughs> he probably yep. could have tunned, he copped a shoulder knock and was off for a little bit played a bit sore also, after that Simkin was out and his tog went up and up right it got up into the 70s yeah. which means second half it was pretty good right so I think he looked a little bit concerning in preseason hence why he wasn't named round one but I think he's looked at the level the last few weeks which is a good sign for North fans, I guess. But, yeah, you'd be happy if you have Phillips at the moment. Yep.
0: Um, I'll knock off a couple more rookies. Wilmot got uh, midfield, if that helps you in some some flexibility in trading. Uh, Lockie Ash, we, we'll mention him. He's got defender. But, I, look, I think if you held on to him, he's come okay. But I think a lot – all the starters would have come off by now, I believe. Yeah. He actually hasn't been too teams, bad. So. Yeah. yeah. Like it went 50, but then went 90, 90, 75, 80. So he hasn't been terrible, um, but not sure how much owned is now. Uh, you know, how owned he is now. Uh, Mackenzie got forward status, but is already out of a lot of teams and heading out of a lot more this week. So largely irrelevant. Will Day got the, uh, the mid status, but again, you're picking him in defense anyway, not too relevant. Lloyd Meek, you got here, hear This is a bit interesting getting forward status as a Ruckman, right? But they are playing too. So it's really just if Reeves was to go down at some point. Uh, Lynch comes in, though. I guess, like, Meek probably plays primary and
2: Lynch forward, but they're always going to have two rucks set up, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, it's not overly relevant, but, um, yeah. Reeves is actually... He went up well on the weekend. Um, uh, Naz, Nasiah from the Saints, Wanganemalera got the defence as well, which is not surprising. Um, Sealing a few of Sinclair's kickouts, so probably... Can speak about those a bit later when we talk about Sinclair. Um, Caleb Daniel got, got forward status, which a little bit surprising. Yeah, um, he's quite a bit of everywhere. No one cares anyway. He's much hated. Um, probably same with Baz, who got it as well, out anyway, with a calf for a couple of weeks and burnt a lot of us last year. So he's only averaging 80. Have to be an injury in the midfield, like a long term, you know. I mean the been, problem with
2: Baz was he just wasn't getting the same time on ground that he had last year, which was the key to success. Um, it just yeah. was near 100%, basically. He was building back up to that this year, but then injured again. So I imagine that he's um, going to be taking a step back from that, which means he's probably not going to be relevant for the rest of the year.
0: Yep. Um, Bruce, as well, from the Dogs, look a bit of a pod rookie. Not sure how many have him, but he's got a defender that he was clearly going to get. Jaden Hunt, I think this is a. Fantasy, he's really owned. J.D., we've got him. Yeah, um, love love Jaden Hunt. But he, uh, he's he got the mid-status, playing wing. Um, not too relevant. Dawson's got it, of course. Last two weeks, three weeks, we've seen him dominate in there. Um, could end up the number one midfielder George by the end of the year, you know, <laughs> as well. Not not out of the, sh- the stretch, really. Um, Hunt's
2: managed to make, like, over 90K in Supercoach. <laughs> yeah, so it's done all right. Yeah, yeah, he's done all
0: right was a bit harder to go near him uh we'll get through these malaria got defense of course rochelle got mid doesn't really matter too much keys got forward so there's a few crows ones there but not too relevant I mean, zorko,
2: yeah, key, keys won't matter until he gets full mid time which happens. probably isn't going to happen based on what we've seen this year so
0: yeah but that injury or something zorko bit of nightmares there for non-owners of two years ago um yeah but not too relevant and then Another really relevant one for this week is Matty Roberts, who is, without checking, the most trade-in rookie, I believe. Um, so that's very, very handy. Um, you can trade him into either line there. Um, and someone we'll talk about at the end as well. But, yeah, pretty much everyone will be looking at him. Hunter Clark got uh, – he started defense, right? So he got midfield. Um, and then JJ, Joe Hannison, George. I think you're looking at him in fantasies. <laughs> mm. So you say down bad in fantasy.
2: No, no, no. (laughs) He looks like a really good option in that format. And even Supercoach is somewhat interesting because he's been moved behind the ball, which is where we've seen him play his best footy in the past. He's had two pretty good weeks and he's been taking kick-ins alongside Dalen Richards. But, of course, he plays alongside Bevo. So it's really hard to trust that that role will still be that role in even three weeks from now, despite him playing somewhat well. And the Dogs aren't winning. So you imagine they will continue to tweak with their formula until they... Ever find something that Jags will win
1: or two? Yep. I think Dale, uh, Dale, Daniel, and Richards back into last year all did like 80, 90 plus or something all together when Richards got going. So there's a bit of points to go around down back. Probably not enough for Janison to be relevant in this format though. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's
2: also just generally like the wrong time of year to be looking at those types of picks. Like we're, we're getting into up, proper upgrades yeah. now. So unless you see him as a keeper, there's probably or even a value keeper there's no point um looking at him because he's i think just a mid price that might make some money but yeah probably moving on to bigger and better things now uh, and uh i just had a quick look i know you're right most traded in this week is uh maddie roberts with 10 uh, 10 increase in ownership 18,000 coaches have uh, turned in so far
0: yeah big time we'll um we'll save rookie talk for the end but provided he's named i can yeah see that rising and rising um pretty uninspiring list to be honest boys um yeah. Really, the rookies are like the most <laughs> relevant ones uh, there. I mean, course. yeah, I think Zabel
2: and Sheasel are probably just, the two most exciting ones, just because they look yeah. like they could be keepers in either line. Um, so you just can not move them around to to <laughs> fill out. And it's also, I think, you know, that D six spot with like a lot of people fielding Wilmot or Cowan has been a disaster. So if you can. Um, you know, potentially loop them. And if, it, if like Wilmot sometimes gives you a fieldable score, but like if you loop him and it doesn't work out, you can throw one of them back over that
0: spot. Like that, that's yeah, pretty it's nice. Cool. Yeah. 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 What did you think of Petrarca, George, when you saw that tweak this morning <laughs> out of nowhere, we almost got him.
1: Didn't see that coming. No, maybe it had to do with Cozzy being out. Cause they were like switching back and forth in the midfield a bit. So Round twelve what was his yeah I might check his CBAs but but sorry, so he's this one is where... the confusing part he's had sixty six percent CBAs
2: throughout the year so far so he must yes, have been but he doing goes the, forward yeah this yeah. like the the role that we've seen like stringer do in the past and even degoy from a couple of years ago yeah. where it's like they have high CBAs
0: but then the rest of the game they sit forward So it's basically yeah I mean that's what Cozzy does really too
1: when he does it so yeah the concern it's... with well not concern but with Petrarca, it makes you second guess whether you want to go for like a Zach Butters if Petrarca is potentially coming in, in round 12. So that's, yeah, I don't know. Even McCray could get near it, uh, but he's not playing super well at the moment. Still doing okay though. So uh, maybe we can discuss that later with forward targets. But yeah, maybe, I don't know if you want to leave a slot open just for Petrarca, the chance that he gets it. So I, mean,
2: I don't want to think is, about right like, your team should be complete, basically, by round 12. That's that's about... You might be on your last one, Primo, maybe two if you've had injuries that have affected, like, upgrade cadence. But I just, like, don't think I'd be planning around them getting DPP in that, like, by round 12. That's the type of trade that I'd, like, you know, side someone during the buys if it, if it works with uh, Fixture or whatever. But, yeah, like, I wouldn't be holding out a spot. I'd just be getting good value options now.
0: Yeah, I think, well, that's... The might start that round, right, when the next DPPs come. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. Um, you could find out then, and then Butters has the last one, doesn't he? So, say, for instance, Track got it. You could, yeah, do some sort of swap there. But it's interesting. He he had it locked up, supposedly. Not that we knew, but he did until he played 80% mid was part of the tweet and just missed out. Like, he, he but, must uh, have been at the 40s almost all. Or bit of a conspiracy
2: between Frico and um you know <laughs> phantom and his lair who were drawing mm. up their secret pods on the board. I bet you find have been traded into a lot of teams they'd be very disappointed this week
0: yeah I just find it interesting they don't post like they post the articles right who's close who's you know got it and who's not getting it yeah and, and just and was never mentioned didn't
2: turn up once and you think that would be one of the top then, ones for people to look at and by the oh. way I'm totally joking about the conspiracy is probably just like a like funny <laughs> oversight but yeah like it's just a weird one that like of all the, deep the you get people excited that about. Yeah, Petrarca. <laughs> Petrarca and McCrae. You plant those oh, two everywhere. God. Like
0: rolling in the advertiser revenue. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah, pretty uninspiring. Um that's what I sort of said like obviously it's hard to predict. That's what I, I said I was saying myself in preseason, you know, I think it was two years ago in fantasy, because we didn't have it yet, Jelly and Sean Darcy, and that was like, you know, ultra locks. And last year it was the dogs basically whole team. And um mm-hmm parker so it's not always like that you can't predict it it's very hard for a five game sample with injuries you know as well and who else goes out of the team to predict this stuff you can't just expect it so um anyway we'll see it could come again in round 12 and there could be some some relevant ones uh all right moving on to targets boys now pretty much i would assume most people are making an upgrade this week and it's pretty much coming down to what you can afford so i assume most people are trading out the likes of Jinby, Baker, um who else is going out? I'll just check it now. C-Mac. Jinby Baker. Guy. Yes. Yep. C-Mac.
2: Um, Chandler. Chandler's Did probably the fourth.
0: Chandler? Yep. Yeah, so yeah. who they've got to go to is the question. And that's what we're all debating. Who do you go first? Uh, we'll start with defense. Jack Sinclair. I think at about half time half the court probably more was saying he's coming in this is you know absolute lock 540 or whatever he was you know expected to be and he had about a 15 point second half now i think he literally had up until a half time zero cbas and then ended up with about 30 percent across the game so he was largely midfield if not almost full time and he scored 15 points does that concern you george
1: Honestly, I didn't see the game, so I'm not too sure. I know, <laughs> know Steele's coming back next week, so maybe less than Maybe he goes back. Sent yep. to yeah, go in the mid. So he's the one I'm looking at at the moment. If Zach Merritt doesn't get up, yep, just because it's money struggles, I can't get to two. Can I still give up Ashcroft? What are your thoughts in general?
0: Um, we didn't speak about Wanganeh Malira before, but I think. He's 25 kick-ins to Sinclair's 20 on the year. so Which is okay. partly because
2: Sinclair's played midfield.
0: Right? A little bit, yep. Yeah, but He still has it, what, a 50% you could yeah, say? 50-50 yeah, 50-50 split, which so, is
2: down on last year where he had a monopoly.
1: Yep, yep. So it hurts him a bit. I still think he's fine. He's getting 28 touches a game. For some reason, he's averaging 0.8 tackles. Last year, was 2.5, and that's really where that's
3: the only
1: real difference is. He's playing more so, midfield. <laughs> yeah, so... Not too sure. Look at it's the kick-ins stable. last year. Yeah, Sinclair was getting like uh, – they had Brad Hill getting down back getting a little bit. Also, Jared Lean, is he even on the list anymore? No, nah, he's probably going fell somewhere I saw. Okay. Um, so, yeah, it looks like he definitely got the most kicking. So maybe he's like more your 105-ish range this year, I would guess. Had that one game with bad disposal. I think he's top six. I think he's like the next tier below the top dogs, like your Dawson, Dacos, Stewart. Uh, still, I think he's a fine target, but to dish up 540K, I think I'd just rather pay the extra 70, 80 for like a top line mid at this point. That you know, yep. Yeah, but I guess if you don't have the money. So yeah, I think he's probably my preferred target this week for that price.
0: You still interested, JD? I think he has, a, I think he has the Marvel run coming up, right? We looked at that last week. I think He starts like four out of five games. Are there? Sorry, this is Sinclair. Just Sinclair, yep.
2: Um, so like if we're just looking at defenders,
3: uh,
2: I guess it's kind of situational on what else you have in defense. Like, I'm not that keen on him at the moment. We've seen two kind of poor games out of him, since some all right ones in there as well. I think George is right, like, he. His average, I think, is definitely going to be down on what we saw last year. I wouldn't be surprised if he stayed below 100 for the year or went like 100 to 105, which like, I'd rather get Will Day next week for 100K cheaper. That's that's where I'm currently at. So I just think I'd rather, if I'm looking for a value option this week, uh, I'd probably rather look for one somewhere else and then get Day next week in defense instead of Sinclair. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but. It
0: just comes down to how much you like Will Day, really. How much you trust what do you that. See? What do you see Will Day averaging? About
2: 95 to 105 as well.
0: In the range, yeah. Yep. Hawthorne, the tank he, job He's gonna going to get 80% CBS.
2: Is, <laughs> he's going to take over as their number he one. He got. He got.
0: Right, time. like that was just the most recent game he got that, right?
2: Yeah, but I think like that was a slightly like 50, 50 50 60 or something. Take that. over, he'd been there best on for like the last two or three weeks, getting kind of better every week. I think the injury mid- history is the only thing that's the concern there.
0: Is Isn't it weird to you that Newcomb was going 50 50 and then obviously he had to jump up on the weekend, like he was their best mid, but anyway, I think it's hard to read. I think it could change every week. This tank job that Hawthorne are doing, um and it could be 81 week build day it could be back to 60 50 with the rest oh yeah they could do stuff as well like could see who they've he's, got you If a sore, got...
2: they'd like yeah. rotate him into defense or something for a little bit like there's totally that risk as well but at 100k cheaper price like I think that's the okay yep that's the value yep uh, I mean um, cause even at 550 he's priced at about 105 so like he's getting close to fair pricing like I don't think he's getting him at a big discount or anything like that
0: yeah um. Yeah, with Sinclair, my thought, I think you can... I think, yeah, what George said, get, try and grab a more sure-five primo if you can, like a mid one um, or a couple others we might talk about. I think Sinclair will stay pretty close to this price. Um, get yeah, another, I just... A more of a read on it There's him.
2: at least three to four other See what happens better when value comes options back. this week for me as well.
0: I, I like seeing what happens when Steele comes back, George. Like If that just pushes him to half-back... The whole game. I mean, they might throw him there at times anyway, just for a a bit of a different look. But um, yeah, I think he's break even. You know, sort of he's settled now. So unless he has a massive game, he'll stay around this price. Um, Reluctantly, but James Sicily, guys, it's uh, starting to annoy me in the last couple of weeks. Look, I gave him a pass for. uh, I'll give him a pass for both games. Really, maybe not so much his attitude I don't know if he was uh totally into the game on Sunday but uh against Jezza that was just really tough matchup not going to get what he is usually doing with all those easy marks they dropped that uh James blank what was his name is I think that's his first name um and brought dgB in so this week it just that ground wasn't too much. For the, you know, wasn't suiting, it doesn't suit that chip mark style. Hardwick took 10 kick ins, that was my biggest nuisance. Uh, mm-hmm. and really not the ground to be chipping into the pocket because there isn't any. Uh, you know, you know, it takes one little flanker just to push up a bit and basically takes it out. And they've got to go long, so and glowing longs the option anyway on that ground. Why the hell would you be chipping around? Um, anyway, so look, wasn't great. The kick in is probably my biggest concern, but. And I think yeah, that's so, for you, George. You're still, well, you go to JD. I mean, you still, yeah, just
2: quickly here. So, there's three games all of last year where he took one kick in. This year, he's already had two games where he's taken one kick in and one where he took zero, which he didn't do at all last year. So, like, to give you an idea of how much that's dropped off, it's a, it's a pretty large drop. He was averaging three, four last year, and it's more closer to one or two this year. So, a couple of kicks a game. But yeah, I think this week, the, Smaller ground definitely hurt him. I thought it would be decent for intercepting, but um, the couple. way GWS entered didn't really uh, allow for that too much. I think they avoided that a little bit. I thought Cicely played more accountable than what I'd seen in some of the other games. And then, yeah, the lack of deep pockets for him to get the plus sixes from, I think, hurt as well. It wasn't what They weren't switching play much at all. So this should get a little bit better than what we've seen. And also, it was another game where the Hawks were competitive. Mm. And what we're really looking for in the Hawks' upside was them getting smashed, which just hasn't been the case over the first five weeks. They've had a couple of really poor second halves. Uh, Swans, Geelong stand out, for example. But the other three games have been competitive, and then two halves have been competitive. So maybe as the fixture gets a little bit tougher, Sicily starts scoring a little bit better, especially as they go back to the G. So, I mean, it's a hold. none of these guys are a trade. But I'm also not eager to put like trade Sicily in or anything like that. He's break-evens, what, 155. He's going to get much cheaper. So yeah, I'd be, I'd be holding out on him. Yeah. He's I'd like to grab field. him in two weeks. Yeah. I'd be to grab him. Interested. Yeah. yeah. He might get down simple? to what, like 530 or something like that. 520 if he goes 100, yeah. yeah, He's a
1: nice run. It's like dogs, uh, eagles, Ooh. a few other easier teams. Dogs is a very nice matchup. Frears forward, that.
0: forward line. Yeah, that's not that's bad.
1: next week. Not not this week, like the week after. Crows won't be easy. Actually, I and might look then, at him next week if bloody M- Mera needs to get off badly because I just want to get a mid in this week, but we'll see how we go. But yeah, I'm targeting Sicily.
0: You still interested? Yeah. Uh, Tom Stewart uh, brought him in this week, JD, I believe. Happy with yep, that. yeah pretty cruisy first half and then just meandered to a 130. Oh, so, that's the I mean, shoot. like.
2: He, he could have matched Dawson. He could have he could matched have. Dawson. He could have. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, like the second half, he laid off big time. The whole cat and sort of did. <laughs> yeah, but I thought that would lead to more chip mark play around the ground. True. And it just really didn't. Like They just let West Coast score. <laughs> And I thought the other thing that was strange was and like Stuart scored well through it is but they let um Asava hang off and be the plus one a lot like it wasn't Stuart for all of the game which I thought was quite interesting because as we saw Asava not confident moving the ball forward like that thing goes sideways or not at all. Handball so yeah, I, like I, it this could have been a much bigger game, but obviously like pretty happy to have him. Um yeah, yeah, it was a was a was a good week. I think if you missed him last week, it's probably hard to bring him in this week because he's break even one twenty because uh, the big score kind of rolls out of his cycle. Uh, so you could wait another week. He's priced pretty high now at the six hundred k mark, and really at six hundred k, you know, you've it's twenty k to took Miller. Is anyone wanting to save twenty k to go Stewart overtook? No. So I think it was last week, or it's maybe potentially wait and see if he drops, or you know, has a poor game. You'd be look you'd be hoping someone like Clark gets named and they they tag him this week from the Swans, which have done in the past. But yeah.
0: Yeah, I think he just hit the emergency list, Clark, so he might be close. But mm, who knows. Oh, mm. look at him at some point. Yeah, I think wait till he gets a bit cheaper. George, Cla- will you ever change Clark your mind? Named, it's probably not good for problems.
1: <laughs> nah, a death ride for durability. <laughs> yeah, the most annoying thing watching Geelong games is whenever they whenever there's like a deep like the screen is like on the middle of the screen. The other team bombs it in the forward 50 before the even screen has, been like up. <laughs> You just know th- that Stewart's going to gobble it up and like mm. you kind of like yeah, know before I accept defeat a few seconds in advance, but yeah, he's just annoying to <laughs> not own. But yeah, he's probably gonna go 115, 120 again, it looks like. So that's all he's like in the preseason. Points. So just easy. quickly,
2: I don't want to debate the fringes, but. Which defenders have you got locked into the top six? Like you see them, there's no way they're not top six from here to the end. Uh, like unless you know injury happens or something like that.
1: You can go just Dacos, Stewart, and Dawson. It's only three I've got locked. There's throw blanket over a few, maybe. Like I wouldn't say Sicily or Sinclair are locked, but I think they'll be close if not there. Yep. Same opinion.
0: Yeah, those three for average yep. anyway. Yep. Yeah, just, yeah. You know, and, and I think power. the
3: tough.
2: I think the tough thing is like Dacos is probably still underpriced, but Dawson <laughs> and Stewart are probably overs now. So I like. I think you probably just have to wait if you haven't got one of the three. Um, but yeah, I think that it's the same boat. So like guys like Sinclair, Sisley, etc. I'm not like desperate to get any of them in unless they get to a really nice price point.
0: Yeah, uh, we'll mention those two, Dawson and Dacos, Not that they need to be. Too much of targets. I guess everyone owns day costs, but Dawson now, JD, you've been speaking. We all would speak by now. That was the last week, like like just gone oh, to yeah, really was, get in, yeah, yeah. and that was still pushing it. Let's be real. I was six
2: twenty k. It was it, like, still so expensive. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like. I, it's just one of those things that happens every year where you can't get all the top guys early. Someone, and someone gets away can from get you now. Out of out of the price range, and you just have to hope that you can use that money well enough elsewhere that the you know the value put into the rest of the team makes up for the points that you lose, but. Oh, it's gonna be so hard watching
0: Adelaide games. But like, oh, I, I, I ch- look two he got ago, attention last mind. year, and this year is even better. So the, uh, he has <sighs> to, even as an owner, I'm telling you, he has to get some. I don't know
2: how coaches can watch, have watched the last two Adelaide games and not put someone next to him because he's even here like, games part, he's so good by foot. He it's sure not, he it's the best
1: game I've seen from an Adelaide Crow since like. So my Andrew, Andrew McLeod's McLeod. games, it's, it's uh, I knew all
2: McLeod references coming, it had to be.
1: It's, I, I, I can't believe be like, just though. everything he does. Every time he gets the ball on the outside, it's hitting Fogarty on the chest. It's the unreal. opposite of
0: Stu. You know, it's before yeah. they switch to the which, inside 50, it's hitting the chest. Which,
2: by the way, it's like the most insane combo, right? Because Fogarty cannot miss a goal. Like he just he's can't. It's really 100%. Good. He's got aim hacks on. Like that is going through like 100% <laughs> of the time. But he couldn't find the ball and now you've got dawson who cannot miss a target like it's it's the ultimate one-two combo it's so Mate, good to watch entries Not like that George, like honestly
0: lead extraction dawson entries yeah. to that forward six right now which is like probably top three forward six in the comp
1: and by and the way i Laird... take offense
0: to that as well it's no. probably better like it's good oh, Leads uh, leading whatever. the
1: comp in score involvements as well and he's
0: to dawson
2: for whatever reason, like it bounces off someone's hands. Watching Rankine Rove packs is insane. He's got very good positioning.
1: Yeah, Rankin. You me. remember Showtime Lakers, Showtime crows <laughs> <Yep. The, laughs> Anyway, Crom Crom <laughs> Globetrotters out there. Yeah, uh,
0: yeah. If the tigers are mud, I'll jump on the Crom. Uh, you know, that, that'll be my final. Oh, welcome. Um. Point being, Dawson's gone. Hope for if you don't know, hope for some uh, some attention or a poor game or two. Um and Dacos, so yeah, as I said, assume everyone owns him by now. I think he's 95% in the top sort of you know, chunk of the league. Um Jake Lloyd, you've got here, George is the last little one. Is he uh, starting to convince goal. you more and more?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think I was looking at his heat maps, heat maps, and there was a fair bit of work up the ground. I don't know if that's a reason for the upside or if that's a bad thing. I don't know. He looks all right. He's playing well. He's playing better, yeah. So last year, I don't know, maybe down four more. They just used, so I have to tell if they're using Blakey more. I've seen it, we've said a number of times, Swans defenders are going nuts. And even like, uh, I think, what did Mills do this week? I think he went pretty well and he played pure defense.
0: Mike Campbell turned as well. Blakey one fifty. It was nuts.
1: They all killed it. I don't know if you look at Cade Simpson's like career history, but it's like all like hundreds, nineties, hundreds, nineties, and there was like a year where he did like one ten, then went to ninety, and then did like one ten the next year or something like that. So I do wonder if, like there's a bounce back on with Lloyd. He just looks better. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if he's top six, but I also wouldn't be surprised if he regresses to like ninety five ish. I have no idea. So I guess there's a bit more certainty elsewhere, but I actually don't mind him.
0: Kate Simpson, what a Nazo player in yeah. Supercoach th- for so long. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he was crazy. I think it's it's still slightly risky going for him, but I'm at, like, if I had to guess, I think he's closer to 105 than 95 this year, but not 100% sure. So for that reason, I'll probably sit out and just grab the safe mids for now.
0: Any interest, JD, or just monitor, no. sit uh, afar, leave
2: I, there. He's what 30 this year, um, I believe like. so. I just, I've got, I've got no interest in this pick. Well what? Well, he'd have to be very cheap. What's he? What's his price at? It's five you know. thirty. So, ah, see Sinclair and Tisley twenty k more. There's like, there's no world I right pick. Lloyd, Uh no. he might be alright, but no, I'm not interested. This is like, this is like the side pick of last week. Where it's like, I get why people are interested in these picks, but it's
0: just not, not for me. These aren't, these aren't my style of player. I think he was actually like the fifth or fourth most traded in option. From Doherty last week, Lloyd, I think. So. Lloyd. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they were ahead of um but you could have got Stewart
2: or Dawson. Correct. Like yeah. it's I guess he was you know much cheaper again, but like even Baker was a better choice probably last week. Or Blakey, like it's
0: yeah. No thanks. I'd rather yeah. get Zebel. <laughs> if you <he> didn't <laughs> oh, have yeah. Zebel. Um Jake Lloyd. I I'll, I'll leave him there. Just monitor him, but perennial hater of Jake Lloyd. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I am, I am. After that 130 average in 2020 from bull crap, whatever it was. Anyway, um, mids, this is where everyone is looking at this week, I think, anyway. Look, unless you can't afford them, uh, a lot of people will be heading towards... The top name on this list is Tuuk Miller. So, I was penc- I penciled him in coming into my team before last week even began. Um, almost went in early, JD, from center field or something like that, which... Would have turned out all right, I believe. Um, it would have would have been a very good move. Just trying to think you, who I would have fielded instead, like a rookie wise, but still would have been better. Um, what he beat, and it was also like my almost? target
2: last week until I couldn't afford it, and so I got Josh Kelly, which was a, a little bit scared big by
0: Ash. So I was happy yep. just just parking that and yeah, yeah, waiting until this week. But yeah, the run he has is insane, boys. North up this week, we saw what you know they've been giving good effort, but they can still capitulate like they did on the weekend. That was hard to watch in the second half, and Neil went bonkers. uh, Richmond, who, look, for five years have given up a lot of points to mids. I'm not totally sure what it looks like this year with, you know, actual couple midfielders in there, but still as a team, not, you know, not overly hard to play against. D's, I actually, didn't we? They used to Miller's, be pretty easy Miller's for last, mids.
2: Miller's last there. Yeah. So D's <laughs> are both easier to score on for mids this year so far, and then Miller's last three are all over 140. So, oh, yeah, I've got a tweet of that
0: fit. Th- Are you looking at that thing with the?
2: It's oh, he's. I mean, I I looked at it in my round review video as well. Like, if you've been looking at his upcoming picture, I love these things, things are like, "Mm."
0: (laughs) it's pretty nuts. And then West Coast, so yeah, anyway, everyone sort of knows it by now. Um, 620k might be the cheapest you you sort of get for a while. Um, so for me, straight in, George, I don't think we can really knock the pick at all, can you, with Tuke?
1: you'll find Hopefully a preseason bit. yeah I knew it well it's oh, always going to be trying to justify a concern, not getting but...
2: him this week he's going to try and justify not getting him yeah
0: and then dunk on when he's out or something yeah just, uh, look it's a little bit concerned. apparently it was on, so on the minor end that they just said there's no point playing him he could have played
1: um no he's still a target he's got the nice buy as well yeah. just back him in from here
0: not much really to talk on with Took um I'll be happy to uh, probably VC him if I can. Most yep. weeks into into Clary, Zach Merritt, JD. How's the uh, how's the tweet going along? Is, uh, is it's been spotted by the bombers yet? they uh, using look, it. Is very it off very disappointed. In the
2: it looks like they're going. Um, uh, was it? No, it was there was a, there's a few that have been oh they were using Jordan to uh, attack from the preseason which was all right but I mean yeah the Heaney example they've got in their own rule book I think was uh, a bit of a slam dunk case so we'll have to <laughs> watch on and see what they bring out tomorrow night but yeah I'm um, probably in the same boat of George's where if uh, if I don't want to sacrifice one of the more premium rookies then I'm going to be looking at someone that isn't Miller. And really, I think below that there's probably two options that look reasonable at the moment. And one is Zach Merritt and the other is Sarong. Um yeah, but yeah, they're probably the only two I'd consider um under under Oliver.
0: Under that price, yep.
2: Uh Merritt. Oh, sorry, I under uh him. took, took Miller. Um yeah, Merritt, like he's been good as captain and a, are a little of bit better.
0: Tags early or attention. Yeah, exactly got attention, so
2: he scores a little bit um, discounted to what we've seen. And then um, ideally, I think a lot of people are probably going to target him around 10 or 11, which is when the fixture gets really soft for Essendon to the end of the year. But for those um, that are looking for a cheaper option, might have to wear him now through some of the tougher matchups before
1: the back end of the year. Yep. you be tuning into the tweets tomorrow
0: night, George? Yeah, Yeah, I sat through him
1: playing like Gary Ablett back end of last year. Every, like, even like, it was almost like Dawson. He was, just, they kept giving him the ball to go inside 50, and he kept hitting targets. Just very frustrating to own. The only reason why he didn't go like 125 is he got two tags towards uh, the end of the year. I want him, and I want him now. Yeah.
0: I'll keep a close eye on... The, I, I, I,
2: to be honest, I like if you're looking at fixture, I think Miller is just a strictly better choice, by the way, because like yeah. Um, yeah. Pies, Cats, Port, like Pies and Port are both restrictive for mid-scoring. So, yeah, I think it's one of the ones that you could be like short-term pain, but then work out for us, and that's why I'd rather get Miller, and we're going to talk about maybe sacrifices that people might have to make to make that happen and whether or not it's worth it.
0: Yep. Um, you mentioned Sarong, JD. I'll just yep. put him in there because... Is anyone slightly interested? He's had a really nice start to the season in both formats.
2: Yeah, there's one stat I guess that's worth calling out, which was last year his CBAs were 66% for the year. Through five games so far this year, he's on 81%. So he's seen a Mm. near 15% boost in his CBAs. And it's... It's like he's taken over as the number one midfielder, really, for Freo this year. It feels like he's gone both past um, Brayshaw and even Brody, who were probably ahead of him last year in the pecking order. 112.6 average, which is definitely around the mark for a top eight by the looks of things this year, and it's a 131 average in the last three. Dogs this week, Lions, Hawks uh, in the next three. Um, yeah, I know Freya's gone through a lot of their easier fixture already, but um, any any of this sounding interesting to you? Is a little bit.
1: What do you think, George? Freya, Freya, yes. they're no good, so <laughs> I'm gonna avoid. But I think he, I think it will go well. I reckon he can do like a, like a 107, 108 this year. It looks really good. It looks way better than 80. Andy. So,
2: a bit of a mm. left-field option. I think the problem for me is like I've probably already got a few guys that are like, you know, they're Kelly, green yeah. types that are speculative back-end midfielders. So, I probably can't add in too many more likes wrong, but I do like him as a left-field option.
0: Yep. Uh, and then we've got a few of the bigger dogs. So, Lockie Neal just dropped a 170 when Bananas on North. Yep. Essentially, just made himself... Uh going back up in price in the other direction, sort of coming down. And he just said, nope, I'm going up, boys. Uh 90 break even. Got GWS, got free man. Oh, that's not a bad couple of weeks the way those teams are going. So um yeah, if you really like Neil, it's it's this week as well. Uh really to uh, to grab him or just wait some wait a bit longer. So I think we'll be waiting longer, guys. But um yeah, I can't say tell you not to get him. Um get him at you know, some point. He's had a bit of a slower start to the year than, than he normally would, you know. Usually a hot starter, but um, he's 30 now, so um, still dominant though. He, he pulled north apart, so uh, yeah, I'll wait a bit longer, I think, but uh, can't begrudge anyone that, that likes him and wants to go for him. JD, you agree? Nothing more, yeah,
2: no, no nothing more. I just there's other options I think are probably better, but. I mean, it's really hard to know with Neil. He's had, what, one good game out of five. The other four scores don't know his price. No, no, no. no. But the
0: fixture is really nice, I must say. Yeah. I think I'll wait a bit longer, see if he can uh, back that up. Uh, And then Bond, I'll just skip over him. I think most of our listeners have him by now uh, or watchers. If if you you don't, don't.
2: the Bulldogs fixture gets very easy now over the next five weeks. So yeah. Oh, I mean,
0: get him in. Yeah. Please. Yeah. If you it's, don't, it's target Frio
2: him. Hawks, GWS is the next three. So just, yeah.
0: Thank Even you, thank blues. You, thank you, you can start the way they put played on the last week. You can start mentioning them. Their midfield has been very bad this year yeah. uh, compared to last. Um, and then Laird is the last one, George. So I can go him. I can go to. I'm, I'm, Set on Tuke, I think that's obvious at this point, but um, besides the 50, Led's been pretty good after that. Besides, you know, hasn't been sunny, uh, he's been able mm-hmm. to uh, to dominate. So, winter is coming, be aware <laughs> that's lead
1: time. I'd take lead over Tuke to be honest, but it's just me. I think Tuke's prob- probably a bit more pottish, so a nice fixture, but yeah, Led's got Hawks this week, so I do like lead a lot.
0: Good East, you you don't have you don't have that.
2: No. Yeah, no, I mean I'm I think I'm a pass on player. Uh like pies the week after, I think worries me a little bit. And just haven't seen the consistency. It's a little bit like Neil. We've had two rounds that's probably worthy of what you paid for him, and then three that you'd be somewhat disappointed with. One really disappointed, the other two just so so. So yeah, I think I'd rather um, look at at uh, Oliver instead, who both has the nice buy and the nice fixture.
3: Yep,
1: I think you underselling Lead. I think he'll be top two, top three.
0: Yep, I uh, think it will be around the mark. But um, I like to Right, I think more. there's a
2: chance Miller out averages him for the year. Uh, yeah, like a pretty reasonable
0: one. From here though, that's the that's the question, right? Yeah, def- doesn't matter what he's done round one, round two, and three. It's all about from here so Matt, i think it'd be close both 120-ish players um not sure lad does 120s, whatever he did six or whatever. no he will i think he will i think he will fair enough uh i'd love to get both but i can only get one we're the mids so a few targets there a few obvious ones some a little bit cheaper if you can't quite afford um forwards gets a little bit interesting here now look a lot of people are pretty set in the forward line we've already got four premiums and then the old Kang bros as we call them. But obviously you can throw one or two of them to defence if you like uh, some forward options more uh, than the defender ones. And top of the list at the moment is Zach Butters. He's got a very big tick or uptick in uh, some CBA numbers the last couple of weeks, especially last two, um, and went monster on the weekend with a pretty assured three-vote performance uh, to get Port across the line and, and dominated. Um Interested, George? Uh, at a nice price, at four ninety six. So if if you really are struggling for money, you can you can look his way.
1: I'm thinking about it because I don't know if I want to pay five forty five for Sinclair. I want Merit, but if I can't get Merit, then I have to go someone cheaper. So who do you go? And this is where the whole whispered well, striker gonna get TPP. Do I? Is it even worth worrying about? Should I just go for, you know, because really Butters is probably competing with a defender as well because you can. Look, yeah, I, at yeah. this point, I'm treating Sheasel and Zeebler as keepers. So you can throw them both down back uh, if you want. And then like, is Butters going to outscore Sicily and Sinclair? What do you guys think? Who would you rank those three in order? Assuming Butters will continue the 60% CBAs, do you think he's ahead of Sicily or Sinclair?
2: So I think for the price, he is worth the risk because you are getting 60K basically cash in bank, which you can then use to get a premium mid next week so i think like if you just weigh it up like that butters plus 60k versus the others i think i'd rather take butters to be perfectly honest um knowing that you can get a like next week do you want to be in the situation where you're weighing up merit versus uh like oliver or uh or you've already Oliver, but like say miller like miller yeah 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 and so you'd rather on yeah like i think oliver and butters I keep saying Oliver Miller and Butters is better than Merritt and like Sinclair or Sicily.
0: Yeah. If it keeps I up, think... he's going to go well. If these numbers keep up. Yeah. yeah.
2: So for those that aren't That's aware, like he basically had no CBAs over the first few rounds, and then the last two weeks he's played sixty percent. And as Eno pointed out, like <laughs> Port have been winning, and he's been basically best on or close to for both of those. So I can kind of see that role persisting.
0: He's arguably like he's arguably better than Rosie. At, like, I mean, they're he's both very, very good players, but they are yes. um, very, very good. And obviously, Horn Francis has have to come in and slot in there. Willem Drew Drew still getting a game with some run with roles. You know, it's just uh, there's a bit to go through, so it's widespread. Holly White's still there, trudging away, about to be four hundred k, three hundred ninety or something.
1: Um, you know, I think I'll take the injury risk on in this. I think I need to. If Merritt doesn't get up, I think I'll go Butters over Sinclair. So he's your backup option. Play the yeah. upside, yeah.
0: He can score unbelievably well. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't even need the CBA team to go well. But when It's going to be... Might
1: be a, a, might be a nice bit like it. Shrek. Might be a little bit bumpy here and there. Um, oh, yeah. He might might, might be like get that. the flu. Might get a shoulder knock. <laughs> might not get much sleep the night before. Who knows? But we know he can score. Remember... He got subbed at halftime on like 110 a few years ago. Yeah. So and yeah, he, and yeah, he admitted in an article that he was like a bit sluggish to start off the year because of the uh, AC joint injury, which is part of the injury, part of the risk pick, yeah. but at least no soft tissue. So I like that. I did that. Like he was injury prone, but um, no soft tissue. So I guess I worked oh. out last year, but you know, who knows? So yeah, I like butters as a target. I think the upside in price is very attractive.
2: So just quickly, yeah. next four for Port is West Coast Saints, Essendon North. So uh, a nice uh handful of games oh boy. in there. I like that. It's not
0: bad. Yeah.
3: yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh yeah. So he'd be our number one forward option. Cogs is there if you're somewhat interested. I think George is turned off. Won't be looking at him. I'm still somewhat interested. Like the, the numbers are there, JD's getting He's getting enough mid-time. He's just, just cogging it up, really. That's cogs. He can yeah. uh, butcher with yeah, the he best He can definitely he's throw been some doing clangers it. in there. Yep. <laughs> so it is frustrating. I know a lot of owners in the Discord and people that have him have been tearing their hair out, but he's still 80% CBA. Um, getting the touches of there. It's just, yeah, he loves a hack kick out a contest, Taranto style. So um, it's going to be those clangers. Um, yeah. But he'll still think- go 95 to 100 for me, so he's still always going to be there as an option.
2: GWS fixture gets harder from here. So, like, they're playing blinds this week who's one of the toughest sides for mids and then swans the week after who I don't think are much better and then the dogs after that who are also somewhat tough and then pies after that. So, really, that's four of the toughest midfield matchups. So, um yeah, maybe not the best option, but I think should go okay this week if green does miss because you'd imagine it's... Uh, he has to do a lot of the
1: the heavy lifting in the midfield if that's that case. Yeah, my worry with Cogs is I think age, twenty nine now. But you know we saw Parker do well, and like GWS are bad as well. I think for me as a person that owned him when the year he was dropped, yeah, so like I don't know, bit of a sour taste for that. But you know, loved owning him last year. He's got his confidence back. I think he'll be thereabouts, but I don't think he's top six. I think he might be like the seventh to eighth range. I'll probably back Butters in from here. Um, but I think he's still a fine target. He's a good price and he's playing okay. Just making a few clangers here and there numbers are fine. So there's no real reason to jump off.
0: Nah, I'd park him as one of the keep if you had, and maybe leave for now if you didn't and just monitor. I think he's going to be similar pricing to this. Uh, Jody said the heart, the run gets harder. So yeah, we'll see how he goes. A lean back is an interesting one. Look, Turned out to be a very, very good starting pick at the price 430. You know, he's almost made 100k. Um, there was a bumpy game or two there with a 60 round one, and then uh, an 80 ish last week wasn't too bad, but he's had a few big games too. And I don't know, it it's just screams like that's that'll be Liam Baker, but maybe his big will outweigh uh the bad, and his floor might be raised uh somewhat this year with just more responsibility in general. So I you've said it a million times, George. We'll see what happens when uh Shorty, I believe, is back this week. So um see what happens. But he's sort of up to 520 now, so it's sort of you know, you can get butters for 30k cheaper almost. Why wouldn't you? Or 20. Um would would you be going Baker
1: over him at this point? Probably not. No, I've mentioned this multiple times. I've owned him in fantasy, and round one was a nightmare because Short played up the ground, but he would float back and take cheap marks. And Baker didn't really like know what to do, look like to run. Yeah, no. exactly. So Shaw was taking up a bit of monopoly there, or real estate there. So I do really like him though. He's playing really well. I'd he'd be all Australian squad easily, even uh, probably have, in the team. Yeah. I think so. He's playing really well. Good contested rate. I see a lot of defenders don't win a lot of contested ball. He does. And yeah, like he threw. They threw him on ball the other day as well, like briefly to try and win the game, and almost did. Had like a really good smother right to death. So yeah, coach's pet, but um. Yeah, just a bit scared of what happens if Short floats down back a little bit. But I think they want Short up the ground. So I think there's enough reason to steer clear. But I think he's been a good pick so far if you started him.
2: Okay, uh, just quickly, we did it with the defenders. I want to do it with um, the mids and forwards as well. Which midfielders do you have as a lock for top eight from here? So I think like uh, Clarence, Lair, Clarence, Laird,
0: to Miller, Neil.
1: Bond. I'm putting Merit. I'm pretty keen on Merit. So I think he, I'm very confident he'll be there.
0: uh, That's it for locks, I think. I would be hesitant on Merit even too. So probably, did we have five there? Yeah, yeah. Um, Clary, Neil, Bond, Miller. A lot of us will have
1: green already. So there's your six. Yeah, whether or not we think he's locked though.
0: But yeah, I know what you mean. Only a couple more to fill in there. George, I don't know. Man, I but- think
1: um, Petrarca post-buy has historically been pretty good. Wait for him to get the floor again or something. Uh, a lot of people st- own
0: LDU, but leave him there. North are there. so
1: bad. Okay, I think LDU can do 110, though. I think he's fine. I guess yep. the
2: other one worth paying attention to is um Steel. When he returns, he's got a uh, 163 break even, 604. So he might... Be all right, and he's got that first buy, so he's one that could be a last upgrade into your midfield. And Walsh um, was okay. back last
0: week, see how
2: he yes, goes. Walsh, yeah, of course. Um, and then all right, so forwards, and who have you got locked as a top six forward?
1: I think cool, Dunkley Taranto. Can you say Sheezel? Probably, yep, Sheezel's locked in my top six for now. Yep, I think it's just those three, and then a lot of like your Gordon, Rosie, Butters, next tier, Zeeble, maybe in that tier, Let's see how. He see how it goes throughout the year. And I mean, yeah, Zeeble right
2: seventh at the moment. And, you know, Cameron, Baker, and uh, actually both Camerons and Baker are ahead of him. So, like, yeah, I, I like him. I Don't know how keen you are on those kind of persisting, but I think Zebul's right up there with a shot at around 100 average.
1: I just want to check Walsh's CBAs. I thought he was, we are forward. Oh, the side's down. I oh, know it's not. Give me one second there. Carry uh, on. I'll, no, no. I've got it. Walsh had 39 wasn't much. Yeah. Okay. That's made me hesitant on butters. But why? I don't have the trades to flip plays. Mm. I'll think about
2: wait, it. Wait, wait, wait. But why does Walsh having low CBAs?
1: You think he because he gets forward. forward status. In oh, in the back end right. Back into the year.
2: But that's not going to keep up. That's surely like a one-game-back type deal. And well, their, I think
1: it did in the back half of last bad. year. Yeah. Honestly, I think they should just play him on ball.
0: Yep. Um, it might be wing, though, right? And that doesn't, you know, some of the wing
1: time obviously doesn't count for forwards. So. Maybe Frico can, can do us a favor and tweet something. <laughs> <laughs> the, the thing that we've seen is, like just AFL standard this
2: year, is you need to be able to work from contest to contest. And that's the big problem with Carlton's midfield at the moment. And even Melbourne's to a certain extent is they don't like they've got the big bodies, but they don't have the work rate from contest to contest. So I just don't see like how you carry like Kennedy, Cripps, Hewitt as like your three midfielders. And then you have Walsh on the outside. You actually need one of those guys in your rotations. And it's part of what Crom's done well this year, right? You had all these big guys last year. You kicked out. Well, Barry's kind of injured. You got rid of uh, what Schoenberg as well, and you've got in Dawson, Raines, Rochelle, well. yeah, and Keys exactly. So like you just like like just don't have the balance of midfielders right. So I think like Walsh definitely is one that needs to come in more because he actually has the work rate through the midfield both ways to get from contest to contest, and I don't mean stoppage contests. I mean you know aerial contests as the ball gets. Um, moved forward quickly, and they probably need to like continue investing in Chero a little bit, even though I don't think he's like been particularly good. So I don't know, we'll see, we'll see what they figure out. But I actually think they have to increase Walsh's time. Um, and they probably need to get rid of someone like Ed Curno, who I, I like, I guess he's at least got a good work rate, but he's had 60% CBAs, he's had second most behind Crips this year. So like that's got to
1: swap. Yep. I just worry with, um, they might have to play those guys in the midfield. Kinda of worked last year for, for, for whatever reason it's not. I think largely Hewitt's been down on form pretty badly.
2: No, it's the Pies game plans taking over the AFL. Like yeah. I think that's it.
0: Yeah, they look pretty sluggish. Um Forwards do we yeah, we did that. So um that's it. We'll head to rookies. Right, do you want to, to do rucks quickly? Is any is English is R1, are you
2: ah, confident yeah. enough to lock at R2? Um, it's Shrek.
0: Shrek v. Marshall, 1v1, really. See what happens. I can't say either way. Um, did Marshall not play
1: well on the weekend? From what I was listening to, he wasn't doing well. They they put Owens in. They benched Marshall at the last minute and put Owens in the ruck.
0: No, he's just forward stoppages. Like, okay. Uh, he's he's, on, got, he's he stuck he, on the bench for like, a, a bit. Did, he did get benched I mean, for last like benched. a they
2: couple of minutes of the game, 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 game where they were trying game to games. you know kick three goals in three minutes. So yeah, no. Um, but you yeah, know Like it's fine. He, he just, just had six that.
0: clangers and I reckon four of them in the first quarter, so it just killed him a bit. No. Okay. Based on
2: based on what we saw at the start of the year, there's a chance like Gorn ends up being R two as well from when he's back through to the end. So I, I'd probably only lock English like he's runaway number one at the moment by like twenty five points probably
1: a game.
0: Yeah, I don't think the gap between. Trek and Marshall would be up big anyway. So, I think if you so have... So, I think there, Gorn
1: might gone. be back this week. So, if you have Grundy, I think that's when you got to move off. And um, Gorn, he's if got you got to get to, an injury in, a in the ruck...
2: Okay. So, just like quickly, like Grundy's got Tigers that have a ruck and he's got 67 break even. So, you probably just ride him this week regardless. Yeah. Hope he gets um, a ton
0: and more ruck time while Gorn gets eased in.
2: Exactly. And then even, even after that, like North is the week after that and then Gold Coast if Wits isn't back. So uh yeah i don't know you might be stuck with grundy for a little while he's still making money at least which is good like he's made 70k or oh, 80k over the last couple of weeks
0: that part's hey that part's elite that's awesome but having to monitor him and possibly trying to figure out when to deal with him over yep. the next four mi- four weeks when you want to be upgrading and that's just going to be a pain in, yep. in the ass it's dealing so- with
2: it during upgrade season is the toughest part And Um, if you're trying to get to English, it's going to probably be 700K. That's tough.
0: Yeah. Full acknowledgement, that would have been a great pick, you know, by time or later in the season or something. Um, But it's just the timing doesn't, you know, you're not going to know. And you're going to probably cop a bad score or um, just not be able to upgrade because you're going to have to switch in when you don't want to. Do you want to
2: take a stab at what percentage of teams Brody Grundy's in at the moment? In top what? Or just no, just in general just in general I'm not looking at top coaches 26 percent it's sure. funny because we spend so much time talking about Darcy he's he's nine percent so Grundy's nearly three no know that's but, <laughs> yeah look, uh, we
0: got a lot of the Shrek owners to jump off I guess but yeah. he's been uh, he's been a lot better uh, I just still worry with Frio but um oh. and just just quickly while we're talking about rocks I mean Sammy
2: Draper Dropped a ton on the weekend, three goals, get around him. It's <laughs> big moment. Yeah,
0: Grundy, what's he doing anyway? <laughs> oh,
2: have you you've seen some of the footage they've been showing about Grundy's defensive running? Yeah. The super, super coach players won't care, but That's... like, I, I wonder if he gets raked over the coals this week or if Melbourne are happy with him just doing the offensive stuff.
0: Well, Gorn ain't doing that, right? Gorn's actually competing and <laughs> making course, an aerial contest. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But when it's one of those really interesting
2: things where like you could look at it and go like look, this is what we expect out of Iraq. You gotta work back um. But they have the best
0: rock that doesn't do that.
2: <laughs> yeah, or you yeah. do what, you know, like that's not Grundy's strengths. This is his strengths, let's just play to that. So I really wonder like how they actually approach that. Um but I mean it's not gonna matter if Gorn's back this week, obviously.
0: No. Um cool. All right. Rookies. Bit of a important part of the season when we're upgrading we still got to bring in some rookies that can hopefully make us cash and be part of the future one so on the bubble um well you've got a few um we spoke about him earlier but Matty Roberts is is sort of clear number one at most traded in had a couple of sub games finally got his full run um I forgot but interestingly had that full game last year boys where he (laughs) scored like single digits and that wasn't the sub game um and it was against the Tigers, actually, funnily enough. But this year, he gets a full game, and he goes 90. So, you know, he's come around. Um, playing mostly wing, George's a little bit half-forward. Got forward status, of course. So um, no, It looks all right. He's uh, pushing good.
1: up into stoppage a bit, like around the around the ground. Yep. So, yeah, number one rook this week. I think uh, they had a lot of ins and outs, but they were mostly defense ones. Yep. I think he played good enough to hold, and then, like, it's kind of hard to pass up on a 130k rookie with a 90 in the system. It so, is. yeah, uh, he's straight in. And probably on field this week for Tom Green. Yep.
0: JD, pretty simple.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think he's good. The
2: job security is the one that's weird for me because their ins and outs, of course, they restructured their team effectively because they took out like three or four talls and only brought in like one replacement tall, and then did stuff like put Mills down back. Blakey probably had to play more uh like more, more key and less like a rebound. So just like how they adjust that stuff um as these players return, I guess it's kind of interesting to see what happens there. And and oh, I, I agree that Roberts was good enough to hold, but then who goes out in his place is a, a tricky thing for them to consider given that probably a lot of those other boys that are best 22 haven't done much wrong either to um uh, go back out of the side. So,
0: yeah. Yeah. Uh, next one uh, that's on the bubble is Dylan Williams that's been traded in. So he's, yeah, third most traded in. Interesting. Playing half back. Uh, really wasn't too keen on if he, you know, or hopeful that he'd stay on the side, but DBJ has been persisted playing forward. Burton was was able to come back in and, and he held his spot. There's no Sanf on the weekend. So it's really just Bonner as the last one that can probably, or there's a chance to displace him, but um, they seem to like him. So if he's picked, I'll, I'll probably go there. Not reluctantly, but still, you know, just knowing that it, it may not uh, be the greatest pick in the world due to his job security. But uh, playing half-back, you know, can, can probably go 60. So I'll go there, George. What do you think of him?
1: Probably will as well. So, yeah, he trained for this role in preseason. So previously he was like a forward, yep. um, like half forward. And you have like the bleach
0: blonde hair a couple of years ago. Was that him? Um i anyway. not
1: sure something you not. you yeah, not too sure, but um, apparently it's a bit of like a rat bag or something. I don't know. i read that somewhere, <laughs> but um, I don't know. Like a Dugowie type, but regardless, oh. uh, he looked all right. And uh, I'll probably bring him in. Got a kick in or two. They've yeah. DBJ forward Bonner, not in the team. Look, I honestly, I've been reading big 40 comments and they're all quite happy with him. Good. Seems to be using the ball. Well, Accumulated a bit in his one SNFL game, but not so much so far. Just 16 and 10 disposals. Um, probably back him in, I guess. Hopefully get a 60 average out of him. So, yeah, not every day you get a rookie that's taken, albeit one or two kick ins. But, yeah, he's one I'll look at. Not one you have to have, but if you need that sort of player to you know, double downgrade this week, I think he's the one. Just uh, Seamus Mitchell's certainly hotter on him. But need him for next week. So landed on Dill Williams this week.
2: Yeah. Well, this is really interesting because I think, uh, like early out of last week, MJ was all the rage. Uh, but you, Williams over MJ now?
1: For money the purposes. The if Miro really uh, is, okay. is dropped, I'd def- if they were even, I'd probably go MJ.
0: I still do like MJ. Um, MJ JD, but yeah, Brody subbed on and he sat half forward for the whole game. The rest of it was a bit concerning. Oh, did Johnson um, get moved forward when Brody came out. I did not. So he started that. wing. He wasn't getting any mid time. He did late in the these sub games when he you know subbed on fresh legs. They did it. Yep, but that was in like a dead game against West Coast or whatever. This full game, he was he was wing, and then when um oh. he went down, Switter went down. Brody came on and obviously ate up all the mid time. But then they threw someone else out to the wing, like John or whoever the rotation there. And so Johnson was playing pretty much up forward. I mean, he kicked a goal in the last quarter to help him get over the line, but that's the part I worry about. Where is he playing if he stays in?
2: And this was a rare um uh, win for, for free. <laughs> you got twenty points comeback. for like a clutch goal as
1: well.
0: Yeah, that's what I mean. So I worry about like he early Jaws he on the wing, he had five or six touches, or you know, all handballs, I think, but Was getting involved and then Brody came on second quarter and then i didn't see mj at all really uh to look you know a couple of contests late in the forward line he looks he looks good at the level level.
1: so i I like him yeah they will be happy with him he looks like a future piece so i think that should put games into him
0: it's just where is he going to play in those games that's my problem
1: Uh, sub-risk as well maybe
0: yeah so monitor the teams but that's the only thing jd and i Look, Dill Williams doesn't have the best job security himself, but at least we know his role, right, when he's playing. Um Should be good for 60s, I would have thought. Uh, All right, this interesting, interesting. Is, this, is yeah. good, this is a good chart, yep. Maybe a bit of film review, but that doesn't help the job security, really. <laughs> it's fair or not.
2: I, that does a little bit, right? Like, you get a better feel yeah. for, yeah. No, but I was definitely planning a bit of a film review this week on some of these rookies, given that I'm not as familiar with some of their games as some of the others. Yep.
0: Yeah. So we've touched on those. I think the last one that actually is technically on the bubble was Ned Moyle, George, after his two games. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Throws out your structure. When's there's no back? spot for no. him in the ruck line. Everyone's probably got Madden. and If not, you got probably Samson or Asaba maybe. So it's hard. It's hard to to do and you don't really know how long we to out. They've been a bit secretive with it. So, um, so we just said, oh, yeah, just another week with soreness," But, you know. No timeline. They're not saying crap. Um, And there is a bit of rumour, I guess, that it's long-term or like mid-term. That it's not, not great, but who knows? So, look, any other year, if it was confirmed and you had a spot, you'd probably jump all over it. But... Rookie rucks, no. they are They should be pretty good. Most we of have time. other
1: rooks that look like they can go at the same scoring. Moyle's numbers in the VFL have been all right. It's like all Australian VFL ruck last year. Got yeah, destroyed the best by young in the country oh, Still needs to find his way a bit. Um, yeah, I think there's just, just other alternatives. To Plus, yeah, probably throw, have, to, have to throw Moyle on the forward line. Uh, probably pass. And then, yeah, just don't know when Wits will be back. So, yeah, not for me.
0: If we were to hear JD this week that which is out for eight weeks, would you consider?
2: Yes. Yeah, I think you have to would. consider.
0: That's probably not the best question. Would you get him? Uh, yeah, what, probably. What does it do to
2: your structure? Yeah. Uh I probably I'd worry about eight weeks. Yeah. It, it would be bad for the structure for sure because then I've yeah. got like Madden and Ryan sitting at F7, yeah. F8. But, uh, oh, wait, and that means I have to field like green or something like that. I guess like I could loop... He can go soon. ...each week, but like... Uh, yeah, no, I think you would though because we've seen the rookie ruck when they get the R1 roll kind of uninterrupted. They just make bulk cash. That's a ticket to 300, 400K. Maybe not 400K, but like two 300K. So yeah, yeah, I, I would uh, probably force that
0: structure. Okay. Be damned. Uh, so they're the real bubble ones. Uh, this is old Samson Ryan here, George, isn't it? So... Um, yeah, just because he's one seventy k. I
1: think
0: um, his break
1: even is zero. I believe on the dot. Yeah, so. I'm a bit still annoyed there, on this but uh, I just tough feel that like his The only reason why I bring him up is Darcy Cameron is, I believe, five to seven or four to six weeks away. So I'm kind of like, as soon as Darcy Cameron is available, I'll probably just grab him because I'm just stressed about right cover. He's got a low break even. So I do feel comfortable with right cover. I couldn't do it last week, but probably not worth it anymore. You just probably hope. If you don't have right cover, you just kind of try and hang on for five, six weeks until DC comes back. I got right cover out of my ass, dude. I got yeah.
0: Ryan and Buddy Radically. I don't need them both, but went him anyway. Um, so they're all the, the sort of ones that have played on the bubble or played. Um, now, first game is Seamus Mitchell. He's the second most trading rookie, and we don't often say go early. Uh, this is people, I believe, looking for a defender downgrade, right? So they don't have any sort of way with DPP, which, I mean, I, I could find any way to get any rookies I like. So I'm not sure, you know, with the Chisel and Zeeble that you should be able to probably avoid going him early. But uh, he's 10,000 people who traded him in. Um, and he looked quite good, George. You were there. Um, what did you say?
1: You've muted. He took a kick in or two. So it looked okay. I think reading on um, Hawthorne, the big footy ball, they seem to really like him. Um, bit of a hard nut. So I think he'll keep playing. He made one bad turnover early, like one of his first touches. But other than that, I thought he was. It looks
0: like he took the fine. game on. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And they're trying to give it to others at the moment. Sicily seems to be happy to. Just let others do whatever they want. Yeah. And I think, yeah, they gotta Pawthorn are at the point where they gotta play him. So uh yeah, been playing in that role. Did he have I think it was like 20 something touches? Might have been closer to 30 in the VFL. Mm. So yeah, he's a lock to come in. It's just do you go early or this or next week? I'll probably go next week just because we have some stuff available this week, and then you know, I think we'll get to Corey Wagner. He was pretty yeah. concerning. So for that, like I think I was probably thinking, yeah, we'll probably grab Wagner on his third game, but I definitely want to see improved Another performance one. from him. So I saw enough from Mitchell to say that I'll grab him next week. Yeah. I think you can go if you need to go early on someone. I think that's fine though. If you're not happy with a deal with him or whatever, so that's where I'm at with that. Yep,
0: Uh Will Gould, JD, the last one. The oh. The influence, uh, yeah, the man we never thought would play a game. Uh, and he, he rocked up with the vest on. They they, After all that, he gets the green vest in a game where they're crying out for defenders. But what'd you yeah. see from him? He wasn't too bad, but really I mean, not yeah, too after rubbing either.
2: shoulders with what was it, Jason Derulo the week before, gets his debut, <laughs> something in that maybe. Uh, he looked pretty lively when he came on, to be honest. Uh, but then I thought he faded out of the game a fair bit. But I liked what I saw. It's just he only played, uh, what half the game after Amadi was subbed. Yeah, I don't know in the in the second quarter type thing. Um, yes, I thought I thought he was okay. uh like I'm, you know. Comparing him to someone like Seamus Mitchell next week, I'm much more excited about Mitchell. And the reality is with Gould, like you've still got both the McCartan brothers, presumably both, to come back. And there's just no world which he holds a spot if they do. Um, So, yeah, like his job security is still very low for me, depending on what we hear about, I think, Paddy over the coming weeks.
0: Yep. They still got, yeah, McCartan and Rampy, as you said, to come in anyway. So it's probably hard to find a spot for him. Yep. How do we rank them, boys? Is it Money Roberts, clear one? Uh, probably the big question is Williams or Johnson. So if you're going to, you know, boosting and going uh, primo, rook, rook, uh, who's that second rook is the is the main thing.
1: I probably have Williams just ahead, but I'm a little bit more confident in Johnson because I'm pretty sure he's a future piece for them, whereas I'm not sure Dill Williams is. But I think Williams will get a run regardless, so... Uh, probably go Williams for the money. Um,
2: if you had to field one this week, is there one that you prefer over the other?
1: I don't know about fielding Johnson though, just because like I don't know where they're going to play him. I don't know if they're going to sub him.
0: Yeah, like I don't mind fielding Williams if he's playing.
1: I think Williams can do a sixty against West Coast. Yeah, Coast. Yeah, uh,
0: you probably don't have to field both your rookies. So I think. I think a few people will be fielding many Roberts, won't they? I'll um, be fielding
1: both for sure. I, I think the,
2: the hard thing for people may be just like what their forward structures look like. You may just hard. run out of Every spots where different. if you've got like Green Williams and another forward rookie, then like you can't, you know, you have to play one of them and like Roberts is stuck on your mid-bench. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's hard. Every team's a bit different set up structurally. Yep. And so just just, um, yeah, see what it does for you. Yeah, JD. I
2: was just gonna say we haven't really spoken about who we can trade out this week. Should we quickly do that? And then yep. like I would love to talk about the last bit of um, can we trade some of these like better rookies earlier if it means a better
0: premium? Yeah. Um C Mac, skip over. He's gone. Gone. Yep. Unfortunately, uh it sucks. Uh, but he didn't look too great even when he came on. So Yeah, you got um, CBAs,
1: like mm, plenty midtime, just didn't score.
0: No, so He's probably the most fine to trade. Ruben Jinby we've probably got to hear some stuff on JD. And uh, watching that game, I think we all were, you know, try he tries hard. The kid, he puts himself in the contest. He copped a few knocks. Danger poked his eye out at one stage and then kicked him in the face, kicked him in the chest, and took him out. Yeah. You know, but um, didn't even get a fine for that, which is a bit weird.
2: No, which is wild to me.
0: Um, yeah, he can go if if even if he's playing and then he's you know was managed with the sub and suits up to play. Go on. Eighty-one. Gone. Not out for me. Knowing what he can do, his tackle numbers and whatnot.
1: High break they gonna sub to him go. again. No, yeah, it's either. too much. Uh, probably it, for me to. He'll probably come good at some point, but probably needs a spell anyway. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I I think it's one of those ones where like we need people to trade out. He's obviously got a high break even so won't make much cash, but he is a more fieldable rookie if he continues to get games is the only downside. So I mean if you're in a position where you end up having to keep Gimby, I, I wouldn't mind it. And I'd definitely keep over C
0: Yep. Oscar Baker, ninety five gone. Um yeah. not the greatest. Conditions for him, I guess. You can hold on the
1: bench if you want, but if he's your pathway to like Took or whatever, then get rid of him. I mean, yeah, Yeah. like
2: he's big scores out of his system now. He's break-evens 46. His average is 59, I think. So it's getting up to that point where... He's basically one poor game away from starting to lose cash or just completely um, flatlining. He could restart with a good game, of course, as well. Um, and against Frio this week, that is the type of matchup where you could see him maybe go 90 again and restart. But I think he's one that you can move on um, if you've already moved on. One of McKenzie and Gimby, and need to move on a third.
1: Well, he if he averages, this his projected, for, say, next four, 53, 59, 62, 59, and then another 59. He'll get to 290K. I mean, it's five weeks away, but he's one you might be able to milk another 20K out of him. But if he's your path to get who you want, then go for uh, it. Off he goes.
0: K Chandler, I don't totally love getting rid of him, knowing he's got Richmond this week and North next week, but he's break evens creeping up slightly. It's 47, uh, and he's, you know, he scored over that every, every time comfortably. Um, Last two, not so much, but still, still scored over that. Oh, I think the cash that's in him, two eighty is, is nice, and to get you know priority trades or your preferred trades this week, a lot of people will be looking towards him. Well, they are. He's the fourth most traded out. So, what do you think here, JD? If it gets you to, do you just bite the bullet? Uh, Chandler, yeah, I it's think the most risky of the lot to to trade out because he he most definitely can get a good score in the next yep. two, but... yep,
2: I mean, yeah, I think he, he's in. also... He's probably the... There's only one other rookie that I can see that I'm, like, okay with trading. Well, it's more that, like, I'm not... I think Baker and Chandler are both fine holds, but it's just moving down the list. If you're boosting three of these out and you already got rid of McKenzie last week, then I think Chandler ends up being the natural fourth one. Um That's Unless me. you have Tamar yep. who looks like he's going to get, um, you know, three, four weeks worth, in which case you could probably move off him problem is camera doesn't have nearly as much money um but yeah i think you know i'd rather hold chandler and baker but chandler's performances have kind of dropped off a little bit the last few weeks doesn't mean he can't restart it and as you said the fixture gets a little bit better um for him potentially as well but yeah i think he's he's um the last of these options i could see people moving off
0: it's annoying i was like sure that fergus would be gone by now or R- R- radically but they've been going bonkers and now it's yeah. like Chandler's I'm, the one I'm to go for me, even though I want this him cash on cash generation. <laughs> oh, now it's you have to point. keep
2: Roussen, and like going to get another game. That's just uh, so hard for you with all this money. No,
0: no, no. I want to field. He's still the number one rookie for me to field. Where I was, I don't not loving, still feeling Rad or Ferg. Look, they got good scores, but their roles are not um very great. But yeah, I'll probably trade Chandler uh, as he's really the only one that can go for me. But
2: yeah. All right, so this leads to my last question. Would you rather trade Chandler and get Merritt or trade Ashcroft and get Miller?
1: Merritt That's
2: so dope. I'd like to keep Ashcroft. Yeah, I'd like to keep Ashcroft too, but like there's, you know, difference in premium upgrades here and like Chandler could still technically make a bit more money. Mm. Ashcroft's break even's about the same. I think they're both about 44. 45, yeah.
1: 46, something like that. Ashcroft has GWS, who in are no good, and Frio, who are no good, and Carlton, who are, are, should be okay, but yeah, might be okay. No, I'd like to hold Ashcroft. I think there's a... He definitely has a ton in him, whereas Chandler might, but lower floor.
0: Hmm. I'd say Chandler calendar merit yeah that's tough
3: yeah
2: okay uh interesting and then i guess of the mid prices like setterfield's the one that i think people could move on this week if they wanted to as well i think that's probably fine although if Merritt misses then maybe you want to hold him because the CBA should tick up a little bit again
0: yep yeah, i'll keep him for now still, i still think he can spike a game at some point uh like he did in round two um just sort of not putting it together with disposal, but he's fours eighty-five, ninety 85, 90 with the tackling he's doing. Like, I think he's averaging seven or eight a game
1: or something stupid, so... Maybe he gets 90% CBAs again if merit suspension holds up.
0: Yeah, correct. Yeah. Um, That's about it. All right, captains is the last thing. A little bit of a more difficult week, and only because of the round, with Anzac Day being Tuesday. A lot of good options. You know, day cost is obviously a van, and that obviously means Clary plays... Monday
2: night. Um, who's also an option, and then took plays Sunday afternoon <laughs> or the <laughs> evening game. Who's also an option. Probably so the top
0: three options, but there's the English, yeah. of course.
2: Uh, I think the reality the is like, no one's really going to have loopholes for any of those three games unless we've got players dropped. I think Davies the only one that's commonly Davey owned at the moment that could be a
0: but you won't. Uh, you imagine, yeah, but, but,
2: yeah, you have to you avoid. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, but but the other thing is like. None of those will be your vice. They have to all be captain options. So you only captain one of Miller, uh, Oliver, or Decos.
0: Yeah. So, so maybe it's I mean, worth
2: just ranking them as captain options.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We could do that. If that, if Council was my option, I'd do, do Little Dawson right into, into, um, into one of the later guys. Yeah. But which,
2: one. which one of like Miller, Oliver, uh, uh, Oliver, Decos would you captain? Like rank them one, two, three.
3: Oh, it's very
2: One hard. One over two very day costs.
0: Three Miller? Yeah, I was
1: probably saying, but
0: I think Took went 170 on that mob last time.
1: Yeah. Uh, I don't I mean, think Took's sure really we saw. a captain option at the moment. Nah, VC I'd love, I'd prefer. He might go big, but... I mean, I mean they the gave up, what, 133,
2: every week? 170, whatever it was, to Neil, last week. So I'd be happy to roll with Miller personally as a captain.
1: Yeah, English into Oliver it, for me.
0: Yep. Same, same.
2: All, All right, yeah. Guys. So, of the VCs, and it's kind of interesting because English doesn't have the best track record against Darcy. So, if people... How many games eat, is number one rock?
0: Is it one, though?
2: Like, I, one. I, can't, I can't tell you that I off like, the top of my head. I feel like... So, yeah. So, I guess, like, just if people are scared off that as English's vice-captain, okay. which neither of you are, and he's currently sitting as my vice-captain as well, who are the other options that you like from around these games. So I could see Bont being a vice-captain option this week against Freo, whose midfield's been pretty poor. There's obviously the H-tag threat, but that seems reasonable. Um, Dunkley or Neil against GWS, any interest there? No. Not with Dunkley,
0: maybe with Neil if you had him.
2: Yep. And then, um, as you mentioned, Laird against Hawks sounds like it's going to be a pretty popular option for Laird on us. He's a good vice-captain option, I think, at the moment with the high
0: ceiling, low floor. Yep. i there is. So, Bont, if you don't like English, I'm fine with you, for sure. And then, see you clearly. Takeoff, Anzac Day probably scares me. There's, there's, there's a f- <laughs> just something in that kid that, that I can see a 200 looming there, 50 touches, the kid just absolutely tearing it up. And then it would not surprise me one bit, but um, obviously committing to the C there in the last game. Um,
2: Sneaky vice-captain option, Rosie on the West Coast. I think he went 150 on them last back in the last year when he was a midfielder. Yep,
0: yeah, saw that mentioned. But I just feel like there's so many good other options. You wouldn't bother going there. Um, yeah. So yeah. Okay. If you wanted to be different, sure. There's some really good options though this week. Very very good. So yeah, it all depends on the loops. Obviously, GWs played pretty early. So if that's your only loop, you're going Bond or English.
1: I think most have Constable to loop. Um,
0: and Constable, only if he's emergency, you just
1: never he's know. Sunday sure. game. Oh, so that's true. Somebody, yep.
0: Yep. some flu, something laid out, you never know. Even though we probably think he's not sub Wasn't like long really bad again? Um long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sucked. He gave up like the first three goals. Uh, but something tells me Constable's not that much yeah. <laughs> the yeah. defender wise, right? So <laughs> So too too, going. But... Ben Long, you suck. Get me get Charlie Constable in to defend small forwards better. I don't, you know, he's just an accumulator. Um
1: nice so retirement holiday at the Gold Coast for Longy. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah, man. So all I the
2: guess power. I mean, that's the one of the things, I guess, with Constable this week. If he does get named Extended Bench and Long's there with him, there's actually a chance that he gets selected. Yeah. Uh, that, so long they swapped forward at some point i think and they moved um lemons back into defense which was weird so if they're starting to move magnets like that i actually think there's a chance that long might have lost his spot in the side
0: that'd be great give me the cash gen baby <laughs> yeah um, yeah but yeah that sort of locks you into Bond vc pretty much or english if you if you're that way inclined <laughs>
2: constable still in 63 percent of teams
0: <laughs> yeah i mean there's no reason to go anywhere really no, no.
2: Especially when Chess was dropped and that was like the easy one to move on.
0: Yep. Beautiful. All right. Bit of a long one, but a uh, bit happening. Some DPP, some uh, some upgrade season, some targets, some rookies that are important. So um, no Thursday night footy anymore, boys. So uh, um, I'll probably be around for a stream if anyone cares. But um, otherwise, wait till Friday, start the round, and um, we'll see what happens. See you Pretty much VC is my big choice. Tug's coming in for me, boys. Good luck tomorrow for Zach Merritt.
2: <laughs> Thank you. That's the real watch of the week. That's
0: the real watch.
2: Uh, and if he's Because, oh, he, by the way, if Merritt doesn't get off, it's either the wrong, like, uh, or I'm forcing... Will you go near butters in. with George? Um, yeah. No, I'm, I've got, already got six forwards, so I'd be forcing yeah, okay. in Miller for...
1: Yep. Yeah. I'd have to get rid of Cedarfield, which I don't want to do. Okay. I don't know. We'll figure something out we'll trade a, one of our five playing rookies this week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. See how we go. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll see you on the next one. Cheers.